0: Mama.
1: Hello and welcome to another Be Your Own Loud podcast. This is Matt Haller and today's guest Is going to be a lot of fun because our foundation of the show, as all of you know, is how can you convince yourself that being unapologetically yourself is the key to actual success? And Carolyn Flower helps people really gain that confidence, but more importantly, distill that confidence through a process, which is surprisingly called writing a book. But there's so much more involved in that. So first off, Carolyn, welcome to the show.
0: Be your own loud.
1: Thank you, Matt. So, so great to be here and happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Now, how did you get into all of this?
0: Well, writing has been part of my DNA since as long as I can remember. And it was always a process I used as a kid to sort things out. So I found there was some sort of power, even though I was unconsciously doing it, in writing things that I had trouble understanding or working through. So as I would write these things down, these answers would start to show up on the page. I thought it was magic. But as I grew and and as I grew into an adult in business, I understood that this was a very powerful tool to help people grow. There's there's no coincidence that my name's Flower, right? So, <laughs> so helping people grow is what all of this does for people. So when, when, I ask, when people ask me the question, you know, how did you get into all of this? Well, I understood that there was a growth process involved in yeah. writing and in sharing your extraordinary story.
1: How do you begin that process then? So let's talk about when people engage you, they engage you usually because they want to write a book, right? And you've got all of the systems in place. Where do you even begin?
0: Well, I often tell people when they say, it's so great, you help people write books and become authors. And I say, it's actually the other way around. I help them become an author and then they write a book. okay because there is this journey that we take so why do people not write books not because they can't it's because they don't believe their story matters and and what I'm here to tell people is that everything that you've experienced in life has impacted your life everything that you have gone through that you've learned your words your wisdom and all of that but most people feel that resistance because they don't think What they've gone through necessarily is going to impact another. And writing books is all about changing the life of another. So the process starts with, let's get into what is your story and who are you? And then how can we take those things out of your head? Because we're just, we're the scribe. Our story comes to us and through us and those words are are inspired. So... Even for people who come to me and they say, you know, I, I know, I want, I have to write a book. Like, I don't even know what it's about. I've just got that calling, that strong urge to write a book. Can you help? And so whether you've written the book already or it's still locked up in your head, I have a process for all of that. And then let's pull that from you and let's take all those nuggets and organize that. And once you understand that that journey is more about your own passion and purpose, then you start understanding how powerful that is to help other people. That's when you become the person who is an author and you start becoming and living as that person. Writing the book,
1: that's just the mechanics. When did you realize that you had this gift and this natural ability for this level of curiosity? In the opening of the show, you said, I was writing this out and realized that this was a great way for my brain to process. Doing that for yourself is one thing. Doing that for others, I believe, is a fundamentally different skill set. How did you figure that out? I think
0: just through the curiosity of conversations. Courageous conversations with humans who who would come to me, and it's a very, very non-judgmental uh, safe space. Let's start with a conversation. Who are you and who do you want to become? So it all starts in your imagination. Mm. It doesn't start with opening up your laptop and saying, okay, it's a blank screen. I got to write a book. <laughs> that really yeah. is just the effect Okay. You're the causer of it. So when you are in that, I really got to write a book and I don't know where to start place. I just encourage people to go into their imagination and start asking themselves some really great questions or talk to me and I will ask you really great questions. So through that process of doing that, a lot, mm-hmm. I realize that that is often where the resistance begins, where they go, yeah, but, and, they're, and you talk about being unapologetic, which of course is what I so, love so much about what you, what you bring to the world. I want people to understand that don't apologize because you haven't written it already, or you haven't done anything about it, or it's locked in your computer or in your brain, or it, I call it the law of percolation. There's no such thing as procrastinating any of it because... Your extraordinary story will be born to you when it's ready, Gosh. not when you're ready. Okay, so sometimes that book that's meant to be written with your name on it, there's a few lessons you still have to learn along the way until <laughs> you've got it all in 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 its, it is becoming itself. So I always tell people just take, take the load off yourself. Stop telling yourself what you should have, could have, would have done. And let's start with your imagination and what you believe that you can bring to the world. And then we move forward from
1: there. It sounds to me like <clears throat> you're much more of a personal growth and development, realization, uh, therapist, uh, all of those wonderful components in order to help people. Would you mind, can you give us an example and tell us a story of somebody that you were working with and through that process, this the end result, the 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 actual physical publication of the book happened. But just give us an example of you taking somebody through the process and what that was like for them.
0: Oh, there's so many of those. Um, <laughs> one of them was a gentleman who was really emerging on the market as uh, a a podcast host himself, but he had just really started. And so he just jumped into uh, a role as a podcaster and he called the podcast, What Are You Made Of? And I was a guest on that podcast earlier, e- early on in its incarnation. And we would have these conversations and I would see how he was showing up in the world. And he said, where well, I even identified this, this is book worthy. You've got a story. Let's share it. I'm listening to him interview other people because I'm always watching, <laughs> always <laughs> watching and seeing how other people are showing up and how I can help them show up as that next best version of themselves. So I was watching him show up in this podcast and what do you made of became a bit of a thing for people. And it was great questions that he was asking. So he says, we're going to call the book, what are you made of? And that was the original title of it. Although book titles really don't mean anything. They, they become what they're supposed to be. You don't have to know what your book is called. And so throughout Observing his podcast, I realized that he was using this metaphor a lot about how you how you want to take your past and all of your challenges and use it as rocket fuel for your future. Oh. and And he used to say that a lot, but just as a matter of um, just a conversation piece that he was having with people. So when he came to us and I started working and shaping that story of his. I started to realize there were some things, some things that started to become patterns. And so when he started working with our team, that book went from, What are you made of? And then when my team got a hold of the story and we started crafting it, we realized that the name of the book isn't, What are you made of? The name of the book is Rocket Fuel. Ooh. And this book, which ended up with a forward by Grant Cardone, mm. this book, Rocket Fuel, had its own energy mm. that needed to come out. So as, as a design feature, the book that was published just a, a number of months ago, um, we ended up organizing the content in a way where it started with chapter 21 and its last chapter was one. We designed it as if it was a rocket taking off.
1: Oh my goodness there's
0: so many ways that your story can develop. It isn't just about, oh, I'm going to sit down and write a bunch of words. Like this is a co-creative process that you as the author are going to grow through. Because for your reader to grow, you have to take the journey
1: first. Well, and they feel like they're part of that journey. That's one of the reasons why I... Love podcasting is if you go back and listen to early episodes of any show, and then you listen to the later episodes, you get to see the growth of the host and the format and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now, how do you get people unstuck? When I wrote my first book, the the editor that I was working with, she said you have to write ten thousand words a day, which, by the way, is a lot uh, more than I had expected. Luckily, because it just was flowing out of me and it was very timely and stuff, I didn't get stuck. But I'm not talking about the writer's block stuck. I'm talking about you. They're getting stuck here. What do you do to like shake them like this and say, wake up or I don't know, what do you do?
0: So imagine you're an Olympian aspiring to stand on the podium. Okay. In order to be that Olympian on the podium and get up at three o'clock in the morning and hop in the pool or get out on the track or do whatever it is that you must make a committed decision to achieve. It's all about goal achievement in the end. What is going to motivate you to do the things that you don't necessarily feel like doing every day? Like I got to go write 10,000 words. Okay. Well, first of all, you get to write Ten thousand words. Okay,
1: sister. Yeah. Okay,
0: and and how do you how do you get your mind shifted into that place? Well, it's really important as an Olympian that you imagine what it feels like now that the wish is fulfilled. And that's mm-hmm. Neville Goddard. What does it feel like now that I'm on the podium? You need to get emotionally addicted to the feeling of the wish fulfilled, as if. It's already done. Not some future thing you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I am an author. I am inspiring. What does it feel like now that your book is published? Right, Matt? What does it feel like now that people are calling you and going, oh man, I cannot tell you what that book has done for my life. Like, thank God you did do this book because it has changed my life. So that's how I move people out of their stuckness in themselves. And I elevate them to a place where they're of service to others. And that moves that needle for them because all of a sudden, hey, wait a minute, you mean I can inspire someone with what Mm -hmm. I've gone through? I'm going to get down to to writing that. That's how that happens.
1: And I talk about this all the time, the perfect podcast formula, which is storytelling, education, entertainment, call to action. And I get people uh, ask me a lot, I don't get the storytelling component of it. I'm like, okay, well, just think of this. When is the last time you heard a story that was somebody else's life and you saw yourself in that story? How did that one make you feel? And two, how much more close did you feel connected with the purveyor of that story? And it seems to just switch that stuff in, in people's minds. Now, everybody's producing content. I shouldn't say everybody there is an enormous amount of content that's being produced on a regular basis. Why do you believe that distilling this into the written word, whether it's digital or physical or whatever, why do you still think that this is so valid and important?
0: I believe the written word is literary art. And I believe that it's legacy. The written word as a writer myself, as an author and a writer, a lifelong writer, um, and and you know, contributor to many many newspaper articles and all that kind of thing, I I believe that you know there's there's a psychological connection between your brain and writing things down in the written format, and so when you do that, you you validate your story. You take it literally from one format. And you transcribe it into another one. And that takes on a life of its own. I did a fundraiser a couple of years ago and it was called the Author Fest fundraiser. And I made this, I, I was I was raising money for the birthing center where my children were born. So I made the the connection in the media about birthing books and birthing babies. And when you're creating a book, just like our children, once they're born, that takes on a life of its own. So the sure. book isn't static, okay? It's a living, breathing thing. So when you're when you're putting your words onto paper, and then that paper goes out into the big world, which is why authors have such a hard time letting it go, because there's always the fear of judgment, there's all of those, yeah. those keepers that yeah. keep showing up. But letting it go out into the world and then becoming what it's meant to be and for you to become the next best version of you, that is, that's elevating yourself. That's taking on a new identity. And when people shift their identity into authorship, well, guess what? They're asked to become a different version of themselves that they were beforehand. Sure. So it isn't just about writing the book. It's about who
1: you become in the writing of the book. What about people who have tried or didn't have a great book experience? What, what do you say to them? If you keep getting the voice,
0: that mm. little voice that keeps, you, you really, <laughs> yep. come on. It's not going to leave you alone is the truth. <laughs> yeah. Be, because you're meant to do this, okay? I say to my clients and students all the time, if it comes to you, it's meant for you. It's not meant for your neighbor. If it keeps egging you on, then revisit it because it's something you're resisting. And there's a reason you're resisting it. You talked about personal development. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is what I do. I integrate personal development, personal leadership into everything. And so we often resist the next stage of our development because it's so comfortable where we are right now. So a lot of people don't do it for a lot of different reasons. If the voice continues, revisit it. Get with that story, reevaluate it, ask yourself some questions, and say, How can I help someone? How can I inspire the life of another? And if you feel that you have the ability to do that, even if it's one person, then your responsibility is to get
1: it done. That's such an interesting perspective. And I've never heard that in this context ever, because a lot of people who think about becoming an author or who want to write a book or when people say to you, hey, you should write a book, it's so self-focused, right? It's like ah me, author. That's not what I just heard you said. When did you figure that out? I wrote a book about gratitude. Okay.
0: And I wrote the book about gratitude. And I I realized over time that I had always been writing gratitude. Now, mm-hmm. full disclosure, I grew up in a household, a beautiful family, but with one parent who suffered from mental illness. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at the time. So I had a lot of sorting to do. I didn't have brothers, sisters to bounce things off. So I used to write as a way to sort things out. And I realized that I had focused on the good my whole life. And when my father passed away in his sleep really very unexpectedly, I chose to write about gratitude in the time where one would think I had nothing to be grateful for. Mm. In the process of doing that, you realize that that writing a manuscript, and writing about things that are important to your life that you may not even realize how important they're going to be, it's, it's inner wealth, you have to begin within. And so when I realized after feedback from from readers about how this book changed the way they they looked at their entire life I said no this is a lot bigger than me this is I need to take you need to take the spotlight off yourself and really focus your attention on on how this book will help somebody else and when you do that Amazing things happen. All of a sudden there's no block at all. Cause I call writer's block, writer's resistance. It really is in action. You need to take action to achieve any goal. So how do you put yourself into action?
1: You give, you give. It's unbelievable. The people who uh, seem to be um, the most impactful in our world are the people who just are like a font of, of giving. They just give, 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 give. I have to go back to, I'm, I'm struggling with something that you said earlier. It's this idea of the Olympian, right? There's such a level of discipline that yes. needs to go into this. Help me understand that a little bit more, please.
0: Well, discipline is just giving yourself a command and following it. So we all need discipline. It doesn't matter what it is you aspire to do, whatever goal you aspire to achieve. Disciplining yourself is is a very powerful tool. And so if you have uh, a goal in mind, if you want to achieve the goal, there's going to be some significant shifts that you're going to have to make. For example, if you want to release weight, you're going to have to change your habits. And your habits... Your habitual behavior and your habitual thinking create emotions and they create different ways of whether you actually are going to do the things you say you're going to do or not. So we all have to discipline ourselves just like an athlete. So that is the way, whether it's writing or organizing your content or whatnot, however that works for you, whether it's a a daily discipline, if it's a weekly discipline, you just need to make the decision. Okay, that you're an author, not I'm going to write a book, not I'm in the process of writing a book, not one day someone said I should write a book. I've written the book. Yeah, it's done. And then you kind of reverse engineer it and say, okay, well, if I've written a book and I get to sit down and put that content together every single day, you get more momentum, the more discipline that you uh, inject into your life you'll find that the goal that you want to achieve will rise up to meet you much quicker
1: how long uh, this is a rubber meets the road here so i i feel that 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 bird or whatever the angel whatever you want a devil you telling me consistently okay you, you got to do this you got to do this How long, so from the time that they say yes to you to the finished product, is is there an expectation you set? Or help me with that, please.
0: We scope it out depending on the genre of books. So we do fiction, nonfiction, memoir, specialty. I have a whole children's book division. So mm-hmm. every single book could be, if you say to me, I have a, I have 20,000 words or I have 120,000 words, or, there's going to be a very different scope to those two projects. But we try to get any one book project from conception to birth in a six month period. Oh. And we have a team around the world. So we've got We match people with all the right members of the team to do it, but a six month period. And then you've got a team around you to make sure that you stay on
1: track. Nice.
0: Yeah. So you never have to wonder, well, what comes next? Where, where, what do I do about an editor? How do we get an illustrator for my kids book? Or how do we do a pre-sale campaign? Or who's going to proofread this for me? Um, We call it the oxygen human experience. So we take people and we guide them through that. And you're in an atmosphere of co-creation. So you're never alone. And I think that's where a lot of people, they don't know the answers to the questions. They don't know where to get the answers, at least quality answers. So they just, they don't do it.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, we call that the rock star approach here at Proudmouth, where we say, and I say this all the time, you know, we hand you the microphone, you do your gig, you drop the mic, we do the rest. This right. is exactly what you do in the world uh, of book uh, creation, author creation. Now, what, okay, I feel like we covered a lot, but throughout these interviews, I always find that I get up to the plate and I'm about to swing and hit a home run, and, and sometimes I just swing and I miss is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't?
0: No, I I think we covered it. I mean, you know, we just, we want people to know the power of possibility and potential. Okay. And, and it's all wrapped up in you. It's all wrapped up in the story that you have within you because it matters. How many times have you picked up a book by your favorite author and when you completed reading the book you go oh man I completely look at that differently now and and that's happened to me a a million and one times I'm a voracious reader and I love to get different perspectives from different people so you are one of those people that people are going to say that about as well Mm -hmm. your story matters you're living it you're used to it you figure okay it's Mm -hmm. just it's just my story you know but if, if, if it's never occurred to you to write a book, maybe there's one in you that you're not quite aware of yet. But certainly if you've had that voice and these are the people that end up calling me, they go, yeah. I don't know how. I said, you don't need to know the how. You just need <laughs> to know what. You need to know what it is that you see in that vision of yours. And we will help you. Craft it or shape your story, as I say, from the early stages, and then craft it, and
1: then wrap it up with a bow, and mm. release it into the world. It's a beautiful thing. So you do fiction, nonfiction, children's books. So you really, you literally cover the gambit of anything that can have, uh, an in yep. right? ISBN number. ISBN. Yeah. Damn, I was so close there. I we knew do. right when that said, I was <laughs> like, ah, oh, I was gonna get that wrong. All right. I am sure that there are people who listen to this who are like, okay, yep, I've had that voice. I felt that pull. I felt that calling. I just don't know where to begin. And they connected with you through this show. What is the best way for them to reach out and find out more about how they can engage for your services? Please?
0: The very best way is to go to oxygenpublishing.com. You'll learn a little bit about us there. And right at the top, it says, submit an author questionnaire. Yeah. So just click on that. And there's a few questions that we'll ask you about your extraordinary story. And then one of my team members will reach out, give you a link to hop on a call. And then I I have a discovery call with everybody because I want you to learn who we are and we want to learn a little bit more about you. It's always a great, great experience and quite a privilege, actually, to yeah. get to know you and what it is that you want to bring to the world. So uh, that's the best way to reach out. And then we set something up and and we move from there as it works out for you and for us.
1: And we'll make sure that we have those in the show notes. I, I when we first met as we were preparing for the show, it was so nice to feel validated by you. And here's why I say that. Um, It seems there aren't a lot of people in the world who have that passion for curiosity, that passion for stories, that passion for that, what, what I attempted to do on the show and what you deliver with the relationships you have with these people that become authors. Uh, and I personally want to thank you for that because I believe that if more people were just curious and more people who really truly cares whoever they're talking to has that story that makes them fundamentally unique and different and spends the time and listens, uh, I think the world could be a much, much better place. You know, we all have so much to
0: contribute, Matt. You know, we all, we all can impact. It's not who we think we are. Like a lot of people have got all, you know, you you do imposter syndrome, whatever you want to call it. It's who we think we're not that holds us back. And, And that's what we want people to understand, you know, whether it's through a vehicle of a book or any other vehicle, for goodness sake, share your story. Share that story and understand because you will change Your life will be better if you take that unique value that you bring to the world and you share it with a person or a group of people or wherever, whatever vehicle you use. Just make sure you do it, okay? Because you give people the opportunity as well to share their story by podcasting. Get on a podcast and you'll find that there's something that you're always going to learn about yourself and other people. And that becomes a nugget that is going to give you all sorts of opportunities to, to, to meet new people, to contribute to new people's lives. I mean, it really is. We're, we're all here to help walk, walk each other home. How can we help one another? I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Well... Your energy is contagious. Your passion is contagious. And when you guys go to the website, you're going to see examples of their work. Uh, you're going to get to be able to meet the team. It's a wonderfully well-produced, well-organized site that is wildly informative. And please make sure that you follow Caroline on, on social media, LinkedIn specifically. She's always posting stuff now. Uh, do you Now, you've been on a bunch of other shows. Did you have a podcast at one point? I, I don't have a podcast.
0: I sometimes throw a, a masterclass that I do uh, uh, on, okay. on YouTube or things like that. Your Extraordinary Stories is a Facebook group that I have.
1: That's what I was Okay, I was trying to figure out how I was going to tease that out of you. So thank yeah. you for that.
0: Yeah, so come and join us at Your Extraordinary Stories. And that's a place for sharing. That's not a place for me to throw a bunch of things on a mm-hmm. page. That's for you to do that. We want to learn about you and everybody's extraordinary stories. So Oxygen has a... a a facebook page but your extraordinary stories is a facebook group and then i'm on linkedin facebook uh instagram all of those great platforms reach out say hello i'd love to i'd love to meet you
1: well thank you thank you thank you thank you for spending time with us today i i really appreciate it thank you for all of the wonderful work that you do and and everybody uh, just to wrap it up here if you have that feeling, if you keep if realizing you're saying the same things over and over again, or you're telling these very specific stories, and when you tell those stories that people are really impacted by them, there's something going on there. And that's when you reach out to Carolyn and her team. So if you feel that way, why not just do it? Go for it. What What is the worst thing that can happen? You learn more about yourself and you have something that you can pass on to your grandkids, your great grandkids, your nephews, your nieces, whatever about who you are and what's made you tick. In working with advisors for so many years, one of the things that always came out was with the matriarch and the patriarch, one of their biggest concerns was the distillation of their story, right? So that people who had been successful, I remember uh, I was interviewing this family. It was the matriarch, patriarch, all the way down to the grandkids. There's like 15 people in the room. And I looked at the, the matriarch and I said, tell everybody why you built this company. And she started to cry. And I'm like, oh, there was the opening question. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, we're screwed, right? This is, the, I'm just, I totally messed <laughs> up. And she was crying, but she had this huge smile on her face. And I was like, "I, you know, what's going on? She's like, Matt, nobody's ever asked Ask me that, that question. question. And oh my gosh. That's the sort of stuff when you have somebody who asks you questions and really cares on the other end what that answer is, that is a life-changing experience. And Carolyn can help you with that.
0: Yeah, we sometimes ask questions that you've never even thought of. Yeah. We'll answer the questions that you know you have, but we're gonna there's gonna be a lot of things you didn't know that you wanted to ask until we have the conversation. So that that's just the fun of it. And and co-creating is is a really special It's an intimate, personal thing that I just encourage people to just say yes to. And then what's the best that could happen from that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you and everything you do.
1: Make sure that you click on the links in the show notes that you go ahead and and follow the Oxygen Publishing Agency. Make sure you go to the website. Make sure you follow them on social. But most importantly, give yourself the gift of getting your story out there. And if you know somebody, if if you're like, man, I'm not ready for this yet, but I was just having drinks or dinner with a friend of mine or a coworker, and they- would be perfect for this, please make sure that you share the show with them, regardless if it's a podcast or if it's this video, please share it with them because it is important for us as human beings to get our story out there. Uh, It doesn't have to be business. It can be personal. It can be fiction. It can be nonfiction. It can be a children's book. Whatever you want to do, just figure it out. And if you know somebody who really would resonate with this, please make sure that you share the podcast uh, with them. And if you have not subscribed to our show yet, make sure that you do, please. We're going to be putting a lot more of these uh, next year in 2022. And I'm really, really looking forward to connecting with all of you. So for Kayla and everybody at Oxygen Publishing and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Haller, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've learned something new that will help you be your own loud and rise above the noise in your vertical of expertise. At Proudmouth, we help you sell less and advise more by amplifying your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. When people opt into your thought leadership, the sales process changes from hard selling to people buying from you. Isn't that what you want? If you want to know more about how this process works, please visit us at Proudmouth.com or join our free Pod Rocket Online Academy at Proudmouth.com forward slash Academy. Thanks, and we'll see you soon.